0: what's up world welcome to the melanin money show the official destination for personal finance entrepreneurship and wealth building for melanin millionaires we will teach you the tools the tips the tactics the hacks and strategies you need to learn to become financially free so that you can be the wealth starter and legacy lever for your family and i'm your host George Action Palm, accompanied by co-hosts Jacqueline Shattuck and Carter Cofield. If you're ready to begin your journey to become a melanin millionaire, tune in, take notes, and let's go, go, go. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Melanin Money Show. Carter, how you feeling? I'm feeling good, man. feeling good, but we're missing somebody. We're missing somebody, you know what I'm saying? Right here. Uh, Jacqueline could not be with us today. Uh, We're actually at ClickFunnels, Funnel Hacking Live to be specific. Mm -hmm. Um, Really great conference. Got a chance to connect with a lot of great people. Uh, But The fellas are holding it down uh, once again, guys. And honestly, before we kind of get into it, we we feel like we we owe our, our listeners an apology. A big apology. A big apology. We just wanted to be honest and be transparent because that's the way you got to handle these things head on. And we realized that in the midst of creating more content, doing more in-person podcasts, having some phenomenal guests, we've slightly gotten away from being your go-to resource on all things Current events when it comes to wealth building, especially for our, our aspiring millennials. So, our commitment, starting with this episode, is that even when we have phenomenal guests, we won't lose sight of the fact that you're tuning into this episode to make sure that you can have a pulse on all things wealth building, personal finance, and entrepreneurship and what's happening in the news. Right? Yeah, like people are depending on us to be
1: right. that go to resource for right. financial news, whether it's investing, whether it's um, mortgage, which we are talk about today. And like, I woke up one day, I called Jay, like, yo, like, I mean, all these guests are amazing. We bring y'all amazing guests, giving amazing value on things that we're not experts in, but Mm -hmm. like we can't get away from what you start tuning into this podcast for, which is up-to-date financial news. So with that being said, we're picking it up today.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. So unless you've been under a rock, then you know that it's been all over the news, all over social media about these new lending opportunities that have come out before people of color to be able to uh, buy a home, right? Uh, The first one was with Bank of America. Um, and they announced the program in select states, and the most recent one was a one percent uh, down payment option by was it Legacy Legacy Home Loans Legacy yeah, Home yeah. Loans, right? Yeah. Where you literally can get into a home for as little as one percent. That's
1: crazy. When I saw when I saw that article uh, come up, I, I knew it was like clickbait. Yeah, I'm like, this yeah, is yeah. not this is not a thing. Like they are not right. letting especially like, only Black people. Like you know, this not loan it, is right, specifically right. for African Americans to be able to get into a home at as little as one percent. And I think the reason it surprised me is because like, like we've been redlined so long mm-hmm. um from getting a home. And for those of you all that don't know like what redlining means is like, you know, for for uh you know, back in the days, it they had rules specifically to to deny black people for getting home loans, yeah. right? And this has been a big reason why the the um, the wealth gap is so large, right? Because people were able to buy homes, we weren't. And so the fact that there's a there's a there's a loan out there explicitly for us, I was like, I was like, yo, exclusively, exclusively, don't ever yeah, play yourself, yeah, yeah. All so right. let's
0: get into some of the details. All right, so the closing the gap loan program is only one percent down payment with free appraisal, free home warranty program, free purchase. A pre-purchase, a home buying counseling, free post-closing home buying counseling, Sheesh. financial assistance with closing costs. So they're just coming in. Another one uh, with the sauce. Yeah. Right? Boom, <laughs> boom, boom. Donald, flip that up. You know what I'm saying? Uh, shout out to Donald, man. Yeah. Like, so y'all see us do these podcasts? Sometimes we're doing them like in real time, and we're at conferences. Sometimes we don't get it out as, to our, our editor as fast as we possibly can, but he always rains sleet, or snow, make sure that YouTube, Spotify, SoundCloud, wherever mm-hmm. this thing is posted goes live every Wednesday. And over a year, we haven't missed the beat. You haven't missed the Wednesday, bro. Um, so, shout out to Donald shout real to quick, Donald. man. Yeah, Donald, man, he's a phenomenal podcast editor. But yeah, so, Carter, what are your you thoughts about that? All of that value. Right, said you say it again?
1: How much? Is it 1% down? Yeah, so
0: 1% down payment with wow. free, appraisal, free appraisal, free home warranty program, free pre-purchase home buying counseling, right? Which, again, makes sure that people... Uh, know what they're getting into, right? Mm-hmm. Free post-closing home buying counseling and then financial assistance with closing costs.
1: I, my thought is, what was this a year ago when I purchased <laughs> my first property? That's, a, that's right. my thought, bro. I had none of that. Right. You know what I'm saying? But no, I think I think it's revolutionary, man. And I think what's so dope about it, it's a black bank doing it. Right. Now, you know, and and, and that their, their goal with this program is to decrease the the wealth we gap by I think thirty percent as they said in an article I, I read. So it's it's a big mission behind this, and this is I think what Black people needed in order to really really like push them over the edge right. for getting into real estate. Now, right?
0: question: I'm not sure if you if you dug into it or found it or not. I know with the Bank of America program, it was specifically for like certain locations, like yeah, yeah. Other, predominantly Black mm-hmm. areas. Like, what what about this loan? This so this, this
1: loan is for predominantly Black areas. So they picked. Uh, states we had uh, African American population of fifty percent or higher, which is uh, I think it's Chicago, Atlanta, um, Baltimore, Detroit, Memphis, and Philadelphia. So yeah. um, this they put this loan to start now again. Mm-hmm. If you're not in Chicago, uh, Atlanta, uh, Baltimore, Detroit, Memphis, or Philadelphia, it doesn't mean it's not coming to you. Right. It just means it's not for you yet. Because right, they wanted to start this loan program and test it out in areas where they had predominantly black people. What's dope about it is you have to live in this area to get approved for the loan, but the, the home you're purchasing does not have to be in the state.
0: Mm. So you
1: can be living in Chicago, looking at a property in Dallas.
0: Ooh, you know what I'm
1: saying? And then get a 1% loan. So for those of you who are the home, again, you have to live in the state to qualify for the loan, but the property you're purchasing does not have to be in the same state.
0: Gotcha, but it doesn't necessarily have to be like in a like black neighborhood, right? You know, what I'm saying that was no,
1: yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, no. yeah, yeah. To my knowledge, it doesn't. It's not like you have to go get a crib in the hood in order to get approved for this loan. Right. You just have to be African American with at least a six twenty credit score, right? Right, and and probably decent financials, but at least a six twenty, at least six twenty credit score, and live in one of these states, and then you can get a home for as little as one percent. Like think think about that. Like yeah. if you were to get a million. Dollar uh, property mm-hmm. What's one percent of that ten thousand. Mm-hmm. If I'm not mistaken, yeah, ten. So ten thousand down to own a million dollar property. Now, I don't know if this loan has uh, has property no, value. Sorry, it's a hundred uh-huh. thousand.
0: It's a hundred thousand.
1: Just ten percent. Ten
0: percent of a million, but one percent down though. Oh, 1%, 1% down. down. Okay, yeah Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay, so you can get a
1: million dollar property for as little as a $10,000 down payment. Now, I don't know if the loan has uh, property value restrictions, whether, you know, you only get a property for for so X, Y, Z amount. But to our knowledge and with the information that we've been given, um, you can get a million dollar property for as little as $10,000, which
0: is insane. Absolutely insane, guys. And while my coffee comes in, so that I can, <laughs> I can <laughs> keep this energy alive. Have you ever wondered what it would be like to have a personal financial advisor That you could ask questions to to help you navigate, you know, spending decisions, help you, you know, figure out investments that make sense for you to help you achieve financial success. Well, you no longer have to wonder that because we created that inside the Melanin Millionaires Club with our flagship feature, Pocket Advisor. With Pocket Advisor, it's just like it sounds. You have an advisor right in your pocket where you can ask a real expert, real questions in real time to help you navigate your journey towards financial success. So if you want to learn more about that, click the link in the show notes, go to melaninmoney.com forward slash pocket advisor to learn how you can get an advisor in your pocket for less than $2 a day. Uh, we, want to, we want to also talk about a our live podcast where you probably saw the link just drop, right? So starting with Atlanta, we have a live podcast tour mm-hmm. uh, where we are going to be interviewing Doing the same energy, right in person. So you guys, instead of watching on the other side of the screen, you can come tap in with us in person, right? If you want to come and just show up, it's free of charge. If you want a VIP experience where you get some free, some get some merch, you get some food included, Mm -hmm. and you get to. Uh, get preferred seating Then definitely tap in With the live podcast tour We got some other cities That we'll be announcing mm-hmm. here for But Atlanta, I
1: mean, but like Atlanta first Like why not We're talking about this loan yeah. Which is available in Atlanta right. So why wouldn't Atlanta Be the first stop on our tour So you can click Link in the show notes To uh, secure your spot And then if you want To have a conversation With us talking more About um, this 1% mortgage loan And things like that You'll be able to tap in With us So I'll click link below um, To secure your seat But
0: Absolutely. All right, guys. So let's get back to it. The other thing that's really cool about this is that uh, their goal is to fund one billion dollars in mortgages by the end of 2023, and we're almost at the end of 2022. So that means that within a year, right? They want to get a billion dollars of loans funded, y'all. Like this is this is revolutionary. You know what I mean? Like I wish to Carter's point. I bought my first property in like 2013. Yeah. I wish this was available back then, right? Because it gives you so much more opportunity. The barriers, to entry are like shattered, mm-hmm. right? And so we'll kind of get into like pros, cons, you know, all that here in a second. But at the end of the day, like I personally think—I don't know what Carter's stance is—I personally think that this is a pretty strong play, pretty strong opportunity.
1: Yeah, um, I mean, like when you think about it, you can get a hundred thousand dollar property for thousand dollars. <laughs> literally, the
0: money some people spend
1: in the club, right? Literally, in a in, in, a, in a night. They can go put that down and earn their first property. So yeah, um, I think it's important that we talk about potential pros and mm-hmm. cons of this. I mean, it, sure. on, on the on the face level, it seems like an amazing opportunity yeah. um, and an amazing cause. But when I sat back and thought about it, like I said, like, yo, okay, you're letting people get homes for 1%, right? Mm-hmm. For a little money down. But like, I think the the, the point in home ownership or, any, or getting anything a big purchase is that you have to save to be able to get it because right. saving to be able to get it proves that you're worthy of getting the asset that you're trying to get, right? right? So I think that although it could be cool, I'm a little wary because like, if you can't save $10,000 for a down payment for a house, like, mm-hmm. do, you, do you deserve the house, right?
0: Well, that's fair. I don't think it's necessarily a matter of, of deserve per se, right? And I also think like... We have to understand the context by why we're trying to accelerate or decrease these barriers to entry, right? Because if you think about it, it's like there was a time in history again. We all know we've already done a podcast on this and what we think about history, right? But there was a time, to your point about redlining, where it wasn't as possible. Like it was like they were preventing us from doing this. Mm-hmm. So with these lower barriers to entry, they're creating an opportunity for more people to have access faster, mm-hmm. right? To mitigate some of the timeline that was lost. When there were like provisions in place that prevented us from doing it in the first place, right? Yeah. So, you know, that's part of it. However, I do understand that, you know, just like the stock market doesn't always go up and to the right, yeah. you don't move into a house and then everything be perfect, right? Yeah. You yeah. Know? yeah. And, and, I'm not, and I don't want
1: to take that back. I don't I, don't say, I, don't want, I don't want to say deserve. I, what scares me yeah. is people, because it's so accessible, people just throwing money and getting the house. They have done the research in the neighborhood, right. you know, they haven't um, done the research on how much it costs, like, cuz 1% down means your mortgage payment increases dramatically. It's true. You know what I'm saying? So like if you have to put 20% down, that because you're only borrowing 80%, your, your 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 monthly payment decreases. Right. 1% down, like your monthly payment will be out the roof and what I don't want is people buying off more home than they can shoot and then be house poor. Right? E- exactly. Exactly. So um that part makes me nervous because um I just because if the real estate and I'm not saying it's going to crash, but if the, if somebody gets in a home at one percent, they have a they have a mortgage payment that they barely can pay, mm-hmm. and then their property value goes down. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And right. right now, interest home interest rates are at six percent. Yeah, yeah, you know. So if you couple the six percent interest rate on top of a ninety nine percent loan,
0: right?
1: People might be paying. You know, almost double what they would pay for a home now than they would have paid for a home a year ago. A year ago, so here,
0: here's to the naysayers, right? Here's their argument, or here, here's a part of the argument. Mm-hmm. So, what they're saying is, to Carter's point, interest rates have basically doubled, maybe a little more. They know, doubled. like my, my,
1: I got my home in in the twenty twenty, uh, so and my rate is two point was two point nine percent of my mortgage. Rate. So, so double. So double in the last two years, right? Yes. So
0: rates have doubled, right? Which means, which most people, most homeowners are basing their affordability off monthly payment, mm-hmm. right? So when your rates double and your monthly payment goes up, right, then the amount of house that you truly can afford goes down, mm-hmm. right? So now they're concerned about that. So what people are thinking is that they're offering these loans frivolously. People are going to go get homes in droves. Then they're going to foreclose on those homes, and then people are going to be able to come in and buy them with pennies on the dollar, all while black people are in even. Further distress situation, right? So while that's a cynical like outlook, it's not unreasonable for people to have a healthy distrust with this country. You know yeah, 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 yeah. Facts. Right. So that's what that's that's where people are going. Then some people are like, take your tenfold hat off and don't conspiracy theory yourself out of making some money and building <laughs> wealth. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so some people think they're like, no, like just do the like any other investment, just do the math. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, at 1%. Right With the property that you're getting, in the location that you're getting in, at a 6% interest rate, does it make financial sense? And if it does, great. I, I always talk about interest rate arbitrage, right? And mm-hmm. so it's like, if you do the math, to Carter's point, as long as we do the math and don't get so overzealous with like, oh my gosh, I can get a home for 1%, that's what mm-hmm. I've been waiting on, mm-hmm. then I think we will be okay. But that's going to be the thing. We have to do our due diligence.
1: And that's what I, so what I love about the program is the counseling piece. Right. That's probably my favorite part about the program, um, because they're doing pre-purchase and pro- post-purchase counseling, mm-hmm. so that people can know. Because, you know, I think about like you know, oh eight when you know the banks were conning people into these variable interest rates. Oh like, yeah, it's three percent right yeah, now, two percent right. right now, and then once the rate hit, it goes to seven. Right, right. so that puts a little. That puts some distrust in my heart, I know it's a lot of distrust in a lot of other people's heart mm-hmm. because right before the, that's what caused the crash. People getting in homes that they didn't, they didn't do the research on, they didn't know, know about and then right. when interest rates went up. So um, I think the counseling piece is going to be huge. I'm going to say everybody at home, and, and we want your opinions too. Like, let us know in the comments and um, what you think about it. Do you think it's a good idea? Do you think it's a bad idea? Um, and I, I don't think it's a con- conspiracy theory per se, but it makes me nervous if all these people go out and buy homes they can't afford. And then if we have a slight adjustment in the real estate market, which it has been going up for a long time. Mm -hmm. Now they're in a home that they, they, they can't afford and their home is not worth the money that they just borrowed. Right. So that upside down on the home. Foreclosure, right. like you said, now they're in the worst financial s- situation. So I'm not trying to be like a you know, barrier of bad news or looking at it with negativity. Right. I just, I'm just concerned of what can happen if people don't do their
0: research. Right, so let's do some rough math. And I always call rough math Miami math, right? You know, you're down in Miami, you got a good idea, you pull out the napkin, you start jotting stuff down. So let's do some rough math real quick. So let's say you want to buy a home for $350,000 and you're able to get it at 1%. Like that's only a $3,500 <laughs> right down payment. You follow what I'm saying? So that's Crazy, all right. So now at a six percent interest rate, your your monthly payment with taxes, principal, all that is about twenty five hundred dollars a month, right? Now, what would your monthly payment be if you had to put down, let's just say five percent, right? So your monthly payment actually it's not that bad, right? Look at look at the difference. So at five percent, so the down payment doesn't move the needle that much, right? So at five percent down, your monthly payment is, I mean, twenty four sixty two, whereas at one percent your payment is twenty five forty six. Okay. So what really moves the needle is the interest rate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know it said you should get a health checkup at least once a year. My question is, when's the last time you had a financial health checkup? My guess, it's probably been a while, and that's why we created the Wealth Health Score. Whether you're financially out of shape or financially elite, the Wealth Health Score is gonna tell you exactly where you stand and what things you can do to get into the best financial health possible. So visit mywealthhealthscore.com to get your score today. Right. So the interest rate is the thing that really moves the needle. So that's why I think people are so excited about it because it's like, okay, well, I only got to put down a little bit of money. Yeah. Interest rates are a little bit higher right now, but in terms of my my actual net cost, if I was looking to buy a home right now, anyway, my monthly payment is going to be in this example off by about a hundred bucks. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Right. And, and I think it's, I think it's really, it really it's really helpful if people use this to buy investment properties. For sure. Because right? I, I personally don't think a home is as an asset. I'm part of the uh, rich dad, poor dad, Robert Kiyosaki thought process. I'm like, if something's not making you money, it's a liability, period. So if, if black people, instead of just using this money to get their home with their dreams, mm-hmm. use this you, use this loan to get about three, four properties, because if you have to put 20% down, and now, you have, and now you have to put 1% down, in theory, you can get 20 you can Get twenty yeah. events, investment properties so, right So, now. is
0: it applicable for investment properties too? I, 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 I think so. I, okay, I, I we'll, we'll do our research. We'll, and we'll our put research. it in the show, show notes. But, yeah. but yeah, if it is now, that is a game changer. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Because also with investment properties, you can get approved for more anyway because they're basing it off of like the potential rent, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, like it's not just your D, your personal DTI. It's like okay, well, we're projecting this amount of money in rent based upon comps. So that could be a huge yeah. game changer. Yeah. So yeah, we'll we'll look we'll look into that. Um, and see if that's applicable for this particular loan product that they're offering
1: yeah but i, I think i think overall um black people should you should see this as an opportunity to get ahead right. right if done properly if the research is done if you get a home that you can afford like this could this could be a game changer for for black people that we haven't seen opportunity for black people that we haven't seen in a very 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 long time right
0: because when you think about like your actual capital being tied up like even though the home might cost three, $400,000, right? You only risked, in this example, $3,500 mm-hmm. of your own capital, right? So if you're able to risk $3,500 of your own capital, hold onto that property for 10 years, it appreciates the seven, $800,000, whatever the case may be, right? You sell that bad boy, right? Relative to what you had to risk in terms of your own capital, that's a phenomenal return. Now, again, full disclaimer, real estate in any market doesn't is not guaranteed to always go up and to the right but real estate has had a long track record in the history with appreciating pretty you know pretty significantly relative to the areas that you're choosing mm-hmm. so make sure you do your research right just don't get a house in anywhere any area just because it's affordable is this area slated to increase what's coming to this area are they building schools is Apple building a facility like you know like do your research because that can be transformative when it comes to your appreciation now look at some areas in Charlotte. They look the same that they did 15 years ago. And then some areas, I can't even recognize because of all the stuff that has come. So you want to do your research. Obviously, nobody has a crystal ball, but you can do a little bit of research to see what the city is planning, what's happening, and be very strategic. Because this could be a game changer for your family if you do it the right way.
1: Yeah, I think it's a great um, time to teach people about the buy, borrow, die strategy. because Because if if you get... So real estate is one of the most taxed advantaged assets you can... Uh, own. is the most tax advantage asset. So being able to get a home allows you to take advantage of the buy, borrow, die strategy, which is you can buy a home uh, now at 1%, right? And as the property value goes up, let's say you got it at 500,000 and three three years later, it's at 800,000. You can take a home equity line of credit or a home equity loan and borrow against the equity in your property. Now, loans, according to the IRS, are not taxable. So loans are not taxable. Now you got $300,000 in tax-free money that you can now use to go buy other properties. So now you can go from one property to three, four, five properties. And then again, you don't have to pay taxes on that borrowed money. And then use the the, the rent money from those investment properties to pay off the, the loan for your original property. And then when you die, you, you get life insurance so that when you die, your kids get to use your life insurance proceeds to pay off all of your property, so now you pass down, you know, four or five paid-off properties to your heirs, and um, this will be a great opportunity for Black people to get in real estate, so they can take advantage of that buy, borrow, die strategy. Because you can't use it if you don't get the property in the
0: first place. You know what I'm saying? That's a fact. That's a fact, guys. As we always say, money is just a game, <laughs> and you have to know the rules of the game to play it. We don't like if you want to know how to win. All you got to do is look at how the the, the laws are written, right? You don't think it was there was a reason why loans are not taxes income, right? It's a it's a loophole so that the people who wrote the laws and who no understand the laws can benefit from it,
1: mm-hmm. right?
0: So let's not complain about oh my gosh the rich are getting richer. Nancy Pelosi has like the best uh, track record because she uh, knows what's, what's what's happening in the in, in the in the market. Learn the rules. Mm-hmm. What's going on, guys? George Pong here, and I am the founder of Melanin Money, the number one brand for wealth builders of color. You know, I look at wealth building like a sport and every sport, you got to have a uniform. And so what is the official uniform for wealth builders of color? That's where Melanin Money comes in. So if you go to melaninmoney.com and use code melanin15, you'll get 15% off your order of the entire store. And I think you're going to absolutely love our latest additions, right? It's literally a productized emotion of what it feels like to build black wealth, right? But you get to wear it, um, you get to share the world, like your hard work that you're doing on this journey of building wealth. And we can't wait for you to join Team Black Wealth by shopping melaninmoney.com. What's up guys? Have you ever been just like chilling on the couch and trying to find something to watch on Netflix and you're browsing, you're scrolling and you just can't seem to find anything that you either one haven't already watched or just doesn't seem that interesting? Well, I have the solution for you because if you're listening to The Melanin Money Show, then I know that you care about taking your financial life to the next level. And that's exactly why we created Financial Flicks. So instead of Netflix and chill, you can Financial Flicks and chill and you can find on demand videos across personal finance, wealth building and entrepreneurship. And right now you can test drive Financial Flicks for just a dollar by clicking the link in the show notes. Go to MelaninMoney.com forward slash financial flicks and check out all of the on-demand videos we have plus all the other features that you'll get access to by joining today right learn the rules so that you can play the game at the highest level and that's why we're committed to getting back to making sure that you guys have a pulse on all things personal finance wealth building and entrepreneurship so that you guys can take what we give you and apply those rules
1: speaking of speaking of um the stock market
0: and um investing like the feds just increased rates again they did. So they cr- increased rates by three quarters of a percent. Uh, so cons- the third consecutive uh, rate hike, and which is crazy. But what history will indicate is that anytime the Fed raises rates three times in a row, I think with the exception of two times in history, uh, we're expecting a further decline in the market. Typically, at least a recession, but technically we're already in a recession. Um, so I think a lot of the legwork has happened, but there is going to be further declines based upon that so a question you might have is what does that mean for me as a long-term investor if you have quality assets that you want to own for the foreseeable future i got a boring answer for you keep what you got hold what you got right (laughs) hold what you got right however if you really believe in those investments now could be a great time to do something called averaging down right where you buy uh, more shares of Apple, more shares of Microsoft, more shares of VOO, and what's going to happen is your average cost, right, for that investment is going to go down, which means your long-term profitability of that asset is going to go up, right? And Carter says this all the time. If I if I were to pull up to your house right now in a, in a bright red, brand new Ferrari, right, and I told you I'm going to give it to you for for 80 grand, if you knew anything about Ferrari, if you knew anything about Ferraris. You would find anywhere you could go to get your hands on that 80000 and ask, do I have two more where that came from, Mm -hmm. right? But for some reason, when it comes to the stock market, everybody's like, oh my gosh, the stock market is on fire. I want to take my money out. When you have a chance to buy Ferraris on sale, Mm -hmm. right? If, If you believe, unless you believe the world is ending anytime soon, but the stock market's on sale, you need to take advantage of it, right? Guys, you are going to regret not taking advantage of the discounts, that you'll currently find in the market right so guys yes the fed raised rates yes we'll probably see some some additional sell-off i think as of this podcast the dow was down like 700 more points Mm -hmm. today so what everybody claims they wanted to take advantage of opportunities if the market were to crash or correct yeah but nobody's doing it right right? take advantage of this take advantage of the real estate opportunities and you'll be your future self Mm -hmm. will be so grateful for the decisions that you made today Based upon what's happening um, for the future, so guys,
1: and now, let me let me let me give a place yeah. Since we given place plays, now I think we need to over deliver on this episode. Oh yeah, for sure. Because uh, because we haven't been giving them financial news, so I, I like to say get on the right side of how things work, right? Mm-hmm. So we're approaching the end of the year, and if things keep going the way they're going, you're probably going to have a loss in your investment portfolio mm-hmm. by the end of the year. So there's a, a tax play that you can do to take advantage. Of this discount in the this, this stock market. So what you can do is before the end of the year, you and again, this is not tax advice. I'm just giving y'all a poor investment or investment, it, advice. Or investment yeah. advice. I'm just giving y'all a play that you can run. You can sell off an, an investment account, not not a IRA, not a not a retirement account, but if you have a traditional investing account, a brokerage account, mm-hmm. you can sell off a portion of a portfolio that's at a loss. So let's say I owned Apple and I, you know, I'm down twenty percent. And I want to sell it, sell it. Right. So let's say I own I had one hundred thousand shares, one hundred thousand dollars worth of Apple and I sold it and I had a twenty thousand dollar loss. I can sell it before the end of the year, uh, rebuy an ETF that has Apple in it in January, and then I can secure those losses at the end of the year so that I have a twenty thousand dollar loss I can recognize on my tax return to decrease my um, earned income and my uh, investment income, right? So then I can buy back similar shares in January so I'm not out the market, but that's a way that you can um, sell off a portion of your portfolio, take the tax advantages, but still stay in the market for the recoup um, in in January.
0: That's a fair play. That's a fair play. To those that say, devil's advocate, that I believe in Apple and I believe Apple's going to rebound, why would I sell it? What's your response?
1: No, I'm buying it back in January. Like, like so. The point is like I'm selling it, but the only, only reason I don't buy it directly back in January because there's something called a wash sale wall. right? So I can't I can't go buy Apple again. Now, I love Apple, but I also love tax savings. So what I would do is I would I would sell I would sell off it before the end of the year, and I would buy back an ETF that has Apple in it because you can buy back a similar um, investment portfolio, but you can't buy the same security
0: again. So so in your in your mind, which is fair, the tax savings supersedes the fact that I think my my shares of Apple are going to ultimately rebound and I'm just not going to sell I mean I'm still holding Apple
1: because I'm buying it directly back in January after you sold for $20,000, you locked in the losses. Though. I locked in the losses. Right. 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 But then I'm buying it back. So I'm going to, I'm guaranteeing the gains of JU. Is it okay? Tomato, tomato.
0: Tomato, tomato. Tomato, tomato. tomato.
1: You, know, you know, but. This, I, guy,
0: this guy loves tax savings so much. <laughs> right. But no, but no, I mean, again, it, it's, it's all relative, right? I mean, tax loss harvesting is, is a, is something that is a core part of, of planning your investments. Right. So I was just giving him a hard time because yeah. I'm, I'm asking questions as if I'm one of you guys. Right. Yeah. What, what you might be thinking. Because there's a lot of different information on the internet. Yeah. but no, that's 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 cool um anything else you want to share with the folks today
1: um let's see uh no, I, think, I think we hit most of the points um i mean pull up to the podcast tour right pull
0: up to the podcast tour y'all yeah 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 and uh, and, and
1: and if you haven't joined the million and millionaire club yet get in the room we just added some crazy new courses in there some yep. crazy new classes in there um, got some new coaches. So if you haven't joined the Melon and Millionaire Club yet, click the link below. A dollar trial for 14 days. See if you like it. And if you want to stay, stay. If you don't, um, you're going to want to stay. Trust me. Don't worry about it. You're going to want to stay. <laughs> yeah,
0: listen. We're the only platform with a targeted and specific, intangible mission, right? We love all the other platforms out there, but we are very hyper focused on exactly what our goal is. And our goal is to help 100,000 people of color achieve their first one million in net worth. We have a whole roadmap that's gonna show you exactly how to do it from zero to one million, right? So if you wanna join the mission to decrease the wealth gap by hundred billion dollars and claim at least, keyword at least, don't ever play yourself, your piece of the one million dollar pie, right? With your net worth and tap in with the club, man. Like, listen, this is our mission. Everything we do marches towards that. We appreciate you guys for tuning in to the podcast. If there's anything that you guys want us to cover, feel free to uh, let us know in the show notes. Make sure you share this episode with three friends. Make sure you're subscribed at random. We pick subscribers to give away stuff so you never know when that's going to be. So make sure you're always subscribed. Make sure you're always tapped in. And as always, remember, this is the official podcast for Melanie Millionaires, and we're so glad to have
1: you. See y'all next time. Peace. Peace.
0: Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of the Melanin Money Show. If you like this episode, please do us a huge favor. Leave us a five star review. And if you're not already, subscribe to the podcast and share it with a friend because we're providing this valuable game so that you can level up as an aspiring melanin millionaire. Again, thank you for tuning in and we'll see you next week.